Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Other Page Radio. Hey, Will Fennell here. We're here at WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. What I say is what I say. It does not reflect the management, BNN media. We're so grateful for them to allow us in here today to speak. My name is Hayward Fennell Sr. I'm a veteran. We're going to be talking about veterans and, you know, how important they are to our community. We're going to be talking about Get Lit program that's coming next week, February the 22nd. It's going to be at the Nubian Square branch of the Boston Public Library from 3 until 5 p.m., with a press conference following it. It's about get lit, get literacy goals set. We are far behind in our reading, everybody. And this is a national program that's being launched by the Get Lit Committee to help people appreciate literacy by reading books written by black authors that can be purchased in black bookstores. And this lady, Alda Marshall Witherspoon, is going to be going across the country talking about literacy. Black books. Black bookstores. We're happy to be here, but we want to do what we normally do. We're going to open up with something that you need to know about. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Potential is everywhere. It's in every child in every community. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts works to transform communities by empowering, defending, and igniting the potential of youth across Eastern Massachusetts, ensuring every child has the support from caring adults that they need for healthy development and success in life. Big Brothers Big Sisters fosters one-to-one mentoring relationships between child and adult helping the youth in our communities achieve their fullest potential. But at any given moment, there are hundreds of children in our region in need of a caring adult role model. Do you have what it takes to become a defender of potential? You can learn more at massbaybigs.org. Back again with the other page radio here. Hey, Will Fennell's here. Uh, we were just getting a little PCA uh, 
in there, one for the veterans and one for a mentoring program. Big sister, big brother, you know, they've been around a while. And so we always want to put the information out there, whether you use it or not. We gave it to you. We hope that you will be listening and taking in what we're saying because a lot of times what we say here on this station is what you need to hear. Now, we're talking about uh, veterans, and we're talking about on February the 25th, around 10 o'clock in the morning, maybe 9 o'clock, they're going to be having a City of Boston-sponsored uh, Black Veterans Breakfast Brunch over at the Floridian Hall in Dorchester. Uh, they're going to honor the veterans. The black veterans are going to be honored. Uh, the commissioner, Robert Santiago's, is in charge. Uh, he's got a crew over there. And as a veteran, uh, I plan to go. But what I'm going to do is be there, and I'm looking for people to come in and sign our petition for creating a commemorative United States postal stamp of the paintings that come from the Black Veterans Art Exhibit that we have shown in several places uh, across the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. These pictures were created with a curriculum by uh, myself, and the photo, I mean, the uh, the artwork was tutored by uh, Stephen Hamilton, who has become an international artist of note. Uh, the program was Artists for Humanity, a South Boston-based after-school art program for young people, and they did a fabulous job of the artwork. And what's really uh, puzzling is that we haven't had any calls for sponsors to place this exhibit so that the public could see it. And uh, it's okay because we can work in to get it on the United States list for commemorative uh, stamps that will uh, be uh, empowering, educational about the contributions of the black uh, American veteran from the American Revolution, which is Christmas Addicts. You should see that picture. Oh, my goodness up until the um, the uh, airmen, the Tuskegee Airmen, we have a picture of them uh, depicting World War, I mean the Korean War, when Harry Truman uh, uh, in, in, instrumented the uh, ending of segregation in the United States military. So we're going to be, we're going to be taking our signatures and support signatures for our petition at the uh, Black Veterans Breakfast Brunch at the Floridian Hall. You know, that's for the firemen. They have a building over there in Dorchester. Uh, I don't have the address. I apologize for not having that. But um, I'm here to tell you that it's going to be on February 25th from 9 until maybe around 1, 2 o'clock. You know, all the veterans are going to come, they're going to eat, and the commissioner's going to say a few words, and the politicians are going to say a few more words, and everybody's going to say some words but the veterans, you know. So, look, um, don't forget the veterans, folks. Don't forget the veterans, please. If you're qualified to receive help, 617 232 9500. See if 
you know, you can get a schedule of what's going on in our community for veterans, you know, because uh, we're overlooked and underused. And they're veterans that have issues, mental health challenges uh, from being in the military that uh, need to try to get over to uh, Huntington Avenue and to make a plane to register with them and get yourself set up to receive some benefits if you haven't been there already. Uh, we need to be mindful that veterans have served and they need to be served and not pushed aside. Their families are codependent to their behavior of not being able to cope with whatever it was that they dealt with while they was in the military. Now, you don't have to have been in combat to get PTSD. PTSD is a psychological trauma that happens from something real shocking or fighting, you know, expectations, anxieties. You can go there. So if you need something, 617-232-9500. I would be remiss in my duties here as the host of this other page radio if I didn't reach out and thank Frederica M. Williams, the president and CEO of Whittier Street Community Health Center. 617-432-9500. 617-427-1000. They have a veteran service program there. And if you need some help and you don't want to go to the VA, think about that number that I just gave you. Veterans need help. They Sometimes they don't know how to ask for it. But I want to thank you for the help that I received and my road to recovery. It was a long road, but I'm still on it. 28 years, drug-free, no cigarettes, no nothing, just me and the Lord. Like I said, this is WBCALP 102.9 FM. Boston, Boston's community radio station. My name is Haywood Fennell, and this is The Other Page Radio. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmicheauxrep.tripod.com. You know, that information that you just heard is relevant, meaning it's an opportunity for you to join the leading 
community-based theater program in the city of Boston with a 25-year history of performing, developing talent, producing plays that are culturally significant, talking about plays like the Harlem Renaissance Revisited with a Gospel Flavor, speaking of the Miss Marion Anderson and French Project, or Happy Birthday, Miss Harriet Tudman. The Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company is based at the Black Song Community Center at 50 West Brookline Street. On Thursdays from 6 until 8.15, we're there. On Saturdays, we're there from 12 until 3 with our cast. We create opportunities, and we want to just tell you a little bit about the expanding curriculum that we have that now includes learning theater technology around audio and sound and lighting and schematic development around lights, props, set development as information, knowledge that will move you forward in theater if you don't make the audition cuts, we don't push you away. We try to keep you there to learn the skills that I just mentioned. We've expanded our curriculum for the purpose of teaching other things that you can make a living from in theater. Lighting, sound, Set design, prop development, those are jobs in theater. And if you want to be a successful producer, you have to have good lighting, good sound, good sets. So we're excited about the upcoming summer program, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company. Our website is the T-H-E-O-M-T-C dot com. T-H-E-O-M-T-C dot com. That's where we are. And it shows our improvement over the years. We've been working to become better. And we have a large segment of our principals that are veterans, including female veterans. Feel us as we perform the history that a lot of people uh, continue to believe is a mystery because people are saying that we didn't do or make those contributions to American history, but we did. And we will continue. 857 857 204-5312. This is the other page. My name is Haywood Fennell, Sr. And folks, I got to tell you, I am grateful just to be able to come in here and give out information about how to make your life better or 
If you have a friend or family member that's a veteran, we're giving out information, and we want you to use that information. We can't force you to use that information. But a lot of veterans are out there in the streets and need help. But they won't come in. They won't come in. And you can't get any help if you don't come in. Come in, veterans. I'm talking to you. We need you to acknowledge the pain and stop trying to think that you can heal yourself. Sometimes you need help. The other page radio is here with some numbers that we post up. Hope that you write them down and follow through. Mask and cash does not have to be part of your life anymore if you're there. But I know, I know there's some veterans in that area trying to heal themselves. Got to come in and let us help you, bro. You ain't got to do it by yourself, miss. You don't got to do it by yourself. We can work together and make it happen. I'm proud of being able to say I have 28 years without any court interventions and all that other stuff that goes with substance abuse and mental health disorders. I'm grateful to be able to sit here in this seat and tell you that there is a better way and that I'm living a better way because of somebody helping me, because I know now that you can't get to a good place by yourself. You got to have help. And that's what we do. This is Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. You know, I'm just trying to tell you something. I don't know if you're listening. And I used to be like that, too, one time. I wouldn't listen. I listen now. Because I'm doing some things that I want to complete. One of the things that I'm doing is I'm a part of the General Edward O. Gordine Statue Project Committee. We don't have a date yet for the installation of the statue, but we've been working on it for quite some time, and we're hoping to be able to tell you real soon when the date is for the installation of the statue that honors all veterans, named after General Edward O. Gordine, who was a black man that went to Harvard Law School. No, he was smart. Became a lawyer, worked with the federal government as a district attorney, served in the United States military, participated in an Olympics where he won a silver medal. You know, he was very athletic, and he was very challenging to a lot of people because of the, his ability to do things. He became a judge and the first black judge ever appointed to the Superior Court for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So this statue project that I'm the chairman of and have been a part of it for a few years now is talking about the park that's right across the street, 
from Boston Police Station 2 in Dudley on the corner of Washington and Malcolm X Boulevard. You see where the park has been reconfigured and renovated. And it's waiting, it's waiting for the statue to come. And it's coming, folks, and we want you to be there. We don't have a date for you to come in, but we're going to have a date for you so you can be there. This statue is about honoring those that sometimes people said that they couldn't fight. They didn't want to give them any guns or uniforms to wear. But fought they did. Died they did. Many times over throughout the centuries of America's fight, world wars and other police actions, North Korea, I mean Korea, Vietnam, Middle East, you know, fighting uh, terrorists. The United States military had a lot of black veterans, soldiers, in in, in in combat, more blacks was in combat than it should have been. Just pushing it. And they died or they came back home once bright-eyed with dull eyes that looked like dead fish in a fish market on ice. They didn't know what happened to them. They didn't want to talk about it. The relatives, sometimes it was a wife or a mother, became codependent, trying to help the one that went over there and couldn't make the coping skills that's needed to deal with PTSD, post-stress disorder. Traumatized. They write out there now, some of them, saying they're not veterans because they don't trust the United States government when it comes to providing services and care. Government is working on it, but they got to work a little harder to help these men, to help these women. Don't be fooled by the January 6th situation. Some of those people in that crawling over them walls, if you look at the way they move, we're veterans. We're veterans. If you want to do something to bring attention to the plight of the veteran, don't crawl over no wall and break up people's windows like you did at the Capitol. Organize and go and find your elected official on the federal level, on the state level, and on the city level. Demand command that you be respected as a veteran. Veterans are not pawns for certain organizations to write a proposal so they could get some money for a service that they know they're not qualified to prepare and give. You got people that are not veterans that are speaking for veterans and they're getting dollars. And when you serve a veteran, you got to understand what he or she has gone through. 
What we need in Roxbury is a comprehensive veterans service center with housing. Everywhere you go in Roxbury and other parts of Boston, you see all this construction, but you don't see one building, multi-storied building for veterans going up. Somebody told me that veterans were a special breed and that there was funding for them. Well, if they could tell me that it was funding for them, why aren't they giving it, getting the funds so they could build for the veterans? They're building apartments right there on Washington Street, and there's nothing uh, so significant as a place or places for veterans. We need to understand that veterans have served their country. Don't let us down, folks. Speak up for us, Lord. We can't speak for ourselves sometimes. Politicians just say, okay, we're going to take care of them. They don't do that. They show up when election time comes, and then they promote their veterans plan, and that's been going on for a few years now. This is The Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, and I'm really happy to be here talking to you on WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. I want to thank all the veterans that's out there for their service to this country. Some of you uh, I know. Some of you I don't know. But I want to know all our veterans on the same page. There's nobody going to give us anything. We got to fight like we've been doing. But we don't surrender until the trauma. We try to find a way to get rid of the trauma. If you need help, if you need care, you're not going to be able to find it with a drug like alcohol or whatever else it is that they are using methamphetamine. I don't even know what that is. And I'm an addict. 28 years clean. Give me a little credit now when I'm talking to you because I want you to hear what I'm saying. If you want to stay, you got to pray. You got to change your thinking because right now you're stinking because you're trying to Heal yourself and you need help. You had help when you went on out there and became a substance abuse user. What makes you think that you don't need no help now if you want to turn your life around? You're holding everybody in the house hostage to what you want to do. Which is to use and lose. You can't win doing that. You go to jail or prison, separated from your loved ones. I had that experience. And I'm trying to tell you something so you don't have that experience or experiences again and again. You can't win losing, using. 
got to get that up standing in the hallway late at night and ain't got no place to stay and won't go to a shelter. I did. I'm just trying to help somebody that's trying to help themselves. I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do. I'm only telling you what I did. This disease worked on me for 30 years. And I thought that I would never be free. I thought that I would always be stuck like Chuck. I don't know who that prayer was. I don't know where it came from. But I used it. And I've been praying and I've been staying. And I haven't just been praying for myself. I've been praying for everybody that I feel. Sometimes you could walk down the street and feel when a person is in need of a word. You don't need to know them, to show them that you can change your life like I did, like others that I know did. You hear people talking about sick and tired, sick and tired. Well, I was both of them things. And I just knew deep down that I could do better. And the only way that I could do better is I had to surrender. Surrender. I did that. I didn't look back because there was nothing to look back for. I did it all. I'm going up the mountain now. I want to get rid of that pain. I'm climbing that mountain, man. It's it's called a mountain called Never. And what it meant is never look back. Just go forward, climbing that mountain, trying to reach that crest to take a breath. But don't look back. It looks like slippery, but you won't fall. You're going up, you're climbing. You're distancing yourself from all the other pain. You want a new life, so you climb Cry a little bit and you pray a little bit. You're feeling better now. You're getting a second win. You feel freedom. It's there somewhere, you say. And then you see the valley. You made it because you didn't look back. This is the other page radio. My name is Abel Fennell. Just talking about climbing the mountain of never. I wrote that poem some time ago. And I hope that you'll be able to read it in the near future, in the very near future. I'm really grateful. I want to thank Whittier Street for their service to the community and their help. I could not have done it without them. We're looking forward to them coming up real soon on our program to talk about what they're doing over at Whittier Street. They do a lot of work, folks. We've got to be grateful. we got to be, be with gratitude, not with attitude, because nobody's coming to save us. We have to save ourselves. Believe that we can do it, work together. 
Work together, folks. That's all I can tell you. Let's work together, man. Let's, let's bring them in. Let's bring them in. Let's bring them in. Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program wants you to come down to the Blackstone Community Center on Saturdays at 12 o'clock noon. Believe that you can achieve. That's what I did. That's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to be better, Dan. I'm just trying to show I got a better plan, Dan, to continuously be in jail and fail and all the other things that's a part of uh, active addiction. Boy, once you get free, you get mean about staying clean, staying free of substance abuse and abuse of others because people want to run over you when they think you you can't defend yourself or speak up for yourself because you're using drugs. But when I got free and I stopped rebuilding my life, I started getting respect. I started getting help because I needed it. But at that time, when I was struggling, I didn't want to take any help. I'll take all the help that I can get because I need that energy to help others. I care about myself. I care about my community. I care about veterans who have been looked over and continue to be looked over. Politicians are not doing, uh uh-oh, got to take that back. Erin Murphy, Boston City Councilor at large, thank you so much, ma'am. We appreciate you for your service for helping our veterans. Yes, you do. You do that. You and your aides, your whole, your host, your whole camp. You know, I'm finding that uh, Boston City Council members, they they're coming right to the to the forefront, trying to help people. That hasn't always been the case. We want to thank them too. Veterans, I got to say it, we're not beggars. We served this country. Whether you was directly involved in combat or indirectly involved with support services, you were susceptible for somebody to give you an order to go down into the armory and get a weapon and get ready to go someplace where people have never done anything to you at all. And in the name of freedom and democracy, you fight them, you kill them, or they kill you. War. Do we really need any more wars? In other countries, when we got wars going on right here in our countries, people going to the supermarket and getting shot, murdered, People end up in Michigan in college getting shot, kids in school getting shot, cowards doing it. Then they run around and use the word supremacy. I don't understand supremacy. Supremacy for what? For who? You talking about the veterans, the ones that sacrificed their lives, whether they got 
killed or not, but they was there, and you wasn't there, you say something about supremacy? The young man was 19 years old out there in Michigan. He wasn't no veteran. Who told him that? He had the right to do what he did. We got to respect our veterans. We got to respect our country. We got to understand that veterans are an integral part of America's history. And we were veterans when they didn't want to give us a gun. Said we was cowards. They didn't want to give us a uniform. We earned it. We fought every step of the way. We did. All over the world. Italy, Africa, Europe, the Far East, the Middle East. We everywhere. We've been there. We've been there. Fort Greeley, Alaska, 60 degrees below zero. I was there for two years almost. Okinawa, when the monsoons would come down and all the rain and the habu snakes would be crawling all around. Watching the airplane come into Kadena Air Force Base in Okinawa with the bodies from in-country going to the morgue to be sent back to the United States, Delaware, where they picked them up at. I saw those bodies. I see those bodies. And I see that some of those that made it back and having problems and not getting the services that they deserve. And I think that our elected officials and our community leaders, whether they are veterans or not, they know some of them people that are in need of care and services. And we need that service center right there in Roxbury. Because they move in the veteran services, some of the services out there on uh, West Roxbury. If you don't have a car, how are you going to get the services? I know, I know, I know. You take the bus, right? You got people got dementia, suffering from dementia, and uh, early autism. You know, early signs of all of those things. They can't get to the facilities like they need to. They got Alzheimer's full-blown. They don't even know their names. They're in their places all by themselves. Family don't go by to see them because they think they're the government, but it's our responsibility to take care of them and get them the services that they need. Help a veteran today. Do what you can for a male or female. Don't let them down. They didn't let you down. They didn't let you down. They came home, some of them, and a couple of years after they came home, they didn't even know their names. 
Some of them don't even talk now. When they start to recall them where they were and what they saw, they don't want to talk about it. And I can understand why. The way that we treat each other, veterans, today, shouldn't be happening like that. Supremacy? Is that what it is? Who is it anyway? Supremacy. Is it me or is it you? Or is it them? Certainly need to look into that. We need to talk more, folks. This is the other page radio, WBCALP 102.9 FM. My name is Haywood Fennell. This is Boston's community radio station, and we're just trying to share some information that we don't really get enough time to do, but, you know, veterans need to be respected. That's all I'm going to say about that. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I was telling somebody today, and I told them that yesterday too, and the day before that, right? Let me tell you something. The NBA Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, uh, hockey, and football, NFL, those are, and golf, those are sports entities. Those are big business people who have these teams and they pay them millions and millions of dollars. And the people that manufacture sporting goods come along and offer them an endorsement contract for multi-million dollars, sometimes be 40 million, 20 million, you know, millions and millions of dollars, right? And, you know, it's their money. They can do with what they want to do with it. A lot of them buy three cars and four homes and a yacht and an airplane and everything. Never been in the military. Mm-mm. Most of those players have not been in the military. But the military has helped them, has served them. They don't even have, like, NBA basketball tour or all-star basketball players going to the different bases uh, where military veterans are, American military veterans, and playing sports, acknowledging the veterans. So what I'm about to say, I hope you agree with it, that some of that money that they get for endorsing 
they should consider making a foundation for veterans' children to go to schools that are better than the schools that we have today because the schools are way behind in teaching our children what they need to know. LeBron James, he talks about the school that he had built in his hometown in Ohio. Imagine if we had 20 schools like that in different cities sponsored by the funding that we got from some of those endorsements and created a curriculum that was similar, if not the same, that focuses on the educational incentives that we need to be involved in, what would happen to our students? Those students who could become role models for other students and other schools could be refined to better define the educational needs of our children. Why can't we do something like that instead of having a jet plane that costs $40 million or have 18 houses scattered all over the world? And it was our people that paid for those tickets for those games. You had to pay $20,000 for a box to see a football game last Sunday called Super Bowl. What is wrong with our thinking when you buy cars and don't buy hope for people by creating these training centers instead of waiting on the government who just gave uh, billions of dollars for war against Russia and more money is being spent because they want airplanes now, but you can't think of ways to get money to veterans to help veterans and their families. I'm just saying, I ain't playing. I mean every word that I say because I'm a veteran and I got to speak out and speak up. I got to demand and command. Don't do us like this. Treat us right. Because we went to fight. Some of us came back okay, and some of us didn't. And we need to help those that didn't come back okay. Because they can't talk about what happened. Until we can prepare them with better places innovative skills around mental health, substance abuse disorders is real. We got to be involved with our veterans because our veterans were involved with us, male and female. We're not supposed to judge 
And we're not going to judge. We're just going to tell you the truth. Because the truth stands alone. The people came back from wherever they served. And some of them were called baby killers. Some of them were just beat up, denied. They was the one that wore the uniform was over there in them foreign countries fighting to save some people that are now fighting us. I don't know how that came about. But I know we better wake up and don't smell the coffee. We need to drink the coffee. Too much is going on disrespecting and not paying attention. Why can't we have a comprehensive center in Roxbury for our veterans? Why can't we have that? They deserve it, right? Of course they do. We're going to expect the politicians to keep their word and we we have a history of where they don't keep their word. They just say what they want to say. And when the election time comes, they say how much they honor our veterans, but we can't get services that we need. I just mentioned Alzheimer's. Boy, that's something, man. When you can't recall anything and when your strong handshake becomes like a little flimsy thing, can't grip anything. You can't remember anything. And people have the look in their eyes that says, how did I get here? Let's help these veterans and their families. Now, not tomorrow, not next election. We're not that gullible. We can do for ourselves, veterans. We've got to stop using or being used. I told you that way it wouldn't work. I did that already. That didn't work. We got to find a new way, the best way. Don't use. Because when you use, right, you lose. Been a pretty good day for me. This opportunity just to share my thoughts here at the other page radio WBCALP 102.9 FM. I had a real great time today just telling the truth. It's nothing like telling the truth. Because when you tell a lie, you have to get up to about lie five. And when you get to lie five, you can't look back and remember what. Live one was. It's great to be able to be honest with yourself. Let me hit you with this PPA PSA again. The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichaudrep.tripod.com. 
D-T-H-E-O-M-T-C.com. The Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company invites you to the OMTC.com invites you to participate. Uh, if you like, we're at the Blackstone Community Center this Saturday at 12 o'clock, 12 noon, 50 West Brookline Street. Tell you more about what it is that we do. We do a lot. You may even already know what we do. It's been a great day for me. I certainly hope that you were able to get something out of this and that you listen to the numbers that I gave you. Thanks again for being a part of our show today. It's been a wonderful experience. My name is Haywood Fennell. I'm a veteran, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud to be a veteran. I'm proud to have served my country. Take care. Be safe. God bless. 